¿Qué pasó, cochinos ensucias? I'm that vato gallo, the chivalrous chauvinist. Welcome to another episode of Sucias are my favorite. This is what I call the theory of 100. And I'm not wondering if this is true. No, 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 no. I've done a lot of work and gotten a lot of data. It's simple and you can play along as well. Though this is specific to cisgendered heteros. First, imagine that you've only had sex with 10 partners and you've only had sex 10 times with each of those partners for a total of 100. Now, out of this hypothetical 100 times that you've had sex, how many times did you finish from just sex? No toys, just you and your partner putting in the work. And by finish, I mean, did you have an orgasm? You got your answer? Good, hang on to it. I've proposed this scenario to hundreds of females. Now you might say that asking several hundred derby skaters makes for a homogenous sample, but derby encompasses a gamut of backgrounds, blue and white collar employees, business owners, entrepreneurs, nearly all ethnicities, orientations, gender identities, kinksters, vanillas, you name it, think of it, there's likely someone of that group in derby. So, out of the women I've asked, only two have said their answer is zero. Another two state that they always finish because they always communicate what it is that they like. The rest of the women say that they only climax between 25 to 60% of the time. The mode, or the most frequent number, being 33%, a third of the time, or one out of three. The average, or the mean, was actually 47.666. The actual average might be off by a few points, as I didn't keep track until the 10th or 12th time that I asked this and started to see a pattern. Along with the percentage to completion, I asked the females to break down their numbers. Did they mean that all 10 males got them to climax 4.5 times? No, not accounting for outliers in terms of data. Here's a breakdown. Three guys would get them there about two times each, or six out of 30. Two of them gave them three orgasms, or six orgasms out of 20 tries. Two guys got her there five times. That's a total of 10 out of 20. One guy got her there seven times. Sometimes one of these gave them multiple orgasms each time. So that's 7 out of 10. One of them gave them 9, so 9 out of 10. And one of them got them there all 10 times. And this guy consistently gave them multiple orgasms. So that's 100% or better. Depends on how you count it. Side note, a handful shared that the guys that gave them multiple orgasms were also the ones that could get them to squirt. Also, some females also admitted that some of the sessions were just them giving oral while one admitted that she came a few times from giving head, and since I didn't define sex as PIV, I suppose they inferred that any kind of sex was what I meant. So before I go any further, a note for you guys. Yes, there are women out there who enjoy giving head, and they can come from getting you there, but you have to be vocal. These type of women love to hear a guy moan and make noises. The shorthand of all this is that the last two guys are the ones that get women digmatized. Women, cis-hetero mean, will respond to a 1 a.m. you up text by driving two or more hours to go see a guy that'll make him spend money on him. In turn, he'll treat him like trash, kick him out when he's had his way with them, and the women who get digmatized are because of two or more of the following reasons. He's got good D, the way he treats or mistreats her, how physically attractive he is, and she thinks she can change him which she'll complain about to her friends and her male orbiters. The kicker? These women will keep coming back. The data isn't just from hearing women complain to me about this. I've been the asshole that made women drive from San Antonio 
to Spring, Texas, bring me food, and if they behaved the way I wanted them to, I'd put it on her. Unfortunately, a lot of guys are good in bed, and the women have to fake it. Or, the guy finished before they could get theirs, and apparently, most guys are one and done. That's something else I've learned in this informal study. I asked nearly 100 males the same two questions. Two of them said they finished about half the time due to ED issues or erectile dysfunction. One said he only had sex seven times, and he didn't finish any of those times, before coming out of the closet. The rest said they finished about 95% of the time or more, if not 100. The reasons these guys don't finish five times out of 100 is either they rubbed one out before they went on a date, thinking it wasn't going to end up in sex, whiskey dick, or just takes them longer than average to finish. So if a guy's finished more than 90% of the time, one might think that all women have bomb-ass pussy. However, comma, correlation does not equal causation. Do you see a pattern that males usually finish? So why is that? Well, from my own experience, plus several males have admitted a variation of the following, even if the sex isn't good, or for whatever reason, one cannot get into the groove to finish, they or I will think of something fun, freaky, kinky, or whatever that we've done with the previous partner or fantasize about a celebrity, a female coworker, a porn star, whatever. The point is we will close our eyes and pretend that she is someone else to finish. So what does this mean? Well, most males haven't lifted the veil. What does that mean? Simply put, most males don't pay attention to their partner during sex to read cues more than just moans. Worse yet, males don't bother to get to know their partner. So the male presumes he did a good job because after all, he finished. But deeper than that, it's often said women are the gatekeepers to sex and men are the gatekeepers to relationships. But the males that are great in bed hold all the cards. Now I'm going off on a tangent. The takeaway here is there are males that know there's nothing special about pussy and often behave like spoiled children because they will continue to get what they want. So the question is, are you having the best sex of your life with your curtain partner, spouse, friends with benefits, whatever you want to call it? If you're not, well, it's your own damn fault. But Gallo, how can you possibly know this? You don't even know me. You're right, I don't know you. I'm going off a previous experience. And not just my own. What I can tell you is that communicating what you want with your partner before you have any sexual contact will exponentially increase your chance to have good, if not great, sex. A few years ago, I'd get messages every month or two. A former lover... Actually, is there a better word for for that? Because a former lover just sounds so... 80s, you know? A former sex partner... It kind of sounds transactional or businesslike, you know? Anyways, someone I used to have sex with would slide into my DMs. It's just distinct, because now... It's fewer females and more time in between. Any hoodles, a female friend reached out to me under the guise of catching up and hinting at coming out to see me for some fun like we used to. I thanked her for the compliment and told her that I'm now in a relationship, to which she lamented for not reaching out sooner. Sometimes there's more than what's being said. So I asked her, why is it that she's reaching out? Not just for the sex, of course. She and most of the others had said something along the lines of, well, you just know how to read my body. And I'd ask more probing questions, specifically why reach out now instead of months or years ago when they had the chance. To which they admit that they really only saw me as a fun time. And their partner is not as good as they'd like them to be. Not that they're comparing them directly to me, 
simply that the partner is not aggressive or dominant in the way that they like. So the women are not getting it the way they want it. They play with themselves a few times, remembering the things that we've done. And it's not until it's not enough for them that they want the real thing. So I asked them, if your partner is not putting it on you the way you want, have you asked them to? Now, you can't be a great lover and fuck by numbers. You can't do one and then two and then three. I mean, physically you can. No one's going to stop you. And it may work. But I don't think you're going to be getting DMs anytime soon. Believe it or not, there are some females out there that don't like to receive oral. And there's some males that feel the same way. That is coming from female friends that complain because they like to give oral. Their boyfriend doesn't like it or whoever they're with. And because it's something that they like to do, that's enough reason for them to step out. The more I've spoken with these former partners and female friends, or not the more I talk to them, but the more I go back rereading the conversations we've had, the DMs, instant messages, text messages, and the like, I realize that they're continuing a pattern, that they're unsatisfied with their partner, and they cheat. So it's not that I'm the world's greatest lover. I'm just good at responding to their body language, nonverbal cues, and it's easy to find me in social media. I mean, really, how many gallo chingons do you think there are on earth? In addition to that, I would say it comes from having a kinkster background. In that, I was taught early on to always have a conversation, find out what their preferences are, what their likes, what their dislikes, turnoffs, and their hard limits. Even if you're not having a kinkster relationship with someone, it's important to find out this information. For example, I do not like being scratched at all. Nothing that draws blood for me, and I don't like my nipples played with. And in a conversation, they'll tell me, oh, they like this, they like that, like to be choked, spanked, whatever. And of course, they'll tell me the things that they don't like. Whatever it is, they let me know. It's always a conversation I have before we actually have any sex. So my point in all this is that speaking with my friends, former playmates, that's a good one, playmates, they don't talk to their partners. If a female will tell her partner, oh yeah, do this, oh yeah, do that, oh yeah, daddy. Or that they would use a partner's hand to grab their breasts, their neck, rub their clit, or give that hand some guidance, or some feedback. Yeah, I like that, whatever. Because what I've heard from these females is that their partners don't know what they like, and it's actually both of their faults. Hers for not saying what she likes, and for faking orgasms, and his for assuming that because she made some sounds, that she really did finish, and for not asking her likes and dislikes. These females fake an orgasm so they can be done with it. And all that does is train their partner to keep doing what doesn't work. Because in the male's mind, he's thinking, oh, I did that. She came. She likes that position, or that speed, or that depth, whatever. He makes that association. That's what it takes to get her to come. And of course, he repeats that. He keeps doing that pattern because that's what he thinks works. Even if you don't feel comfortable being vocal during sex, you could have a kitchen table talk, bedroom pillow talk, or morning talk, or whatever. But be sure to have some type of conversation. Let your partner know with a compliment sandwich. Whenever you're going to give a criticism, the idea is to sandwich it between two compliments. So, an example being something along the lines of, Hey, I really like it when you blank. When you go down on me, I would appreciate it. Or, it would feel better for me if you did this. Or, I'd like it when you use more tongue action or whatever it is that you like. Same for the males. You guys, let your partner know what it is you like. Hey, I really like it when you do this. I love it when you hug me from behind and give me a kiss on the neck. Whatever you do, do not say but, because it'll negate everything you said before that. I would appreciate it. I would like it. It feels better for me when you do this, when you 
try X and you do Y. I would appreciate that. That would make me feel better. I would like it even more. I also love it when you do dot, dot, dot. Your closing compliment should be, you know I love you. I appreciate you. Whatever it is that you feel comfortable telling your partner. I just want to have more pleasure during sex and I want to give that to you as well. What feedback do you have for me? Always finish by asking for feedback to get them to open up and to not be closed off to the criticism that you just shared so that they feel an openness to be able to speak to you. This is why I prefer Kingster partners or BDSM partners because this is a conversation that feels natural to us. It's not, we never feel obligated or scared or afraid to share what we feel because we know that there's no judgment coming from the other one. But whatever the case, before we have a scene together, which may or may not include sex, Kingster slash BDSM isn't always about sex. It is about sexual gratification, but not in the typical sexual penetration that most people are used to. So, if you're not having the best sex, talk to your partner, be more vocal during, or have a conversation after. There's no reason why you shouldn't be having good sex, because everyone is different. It might take a few different things to get your partner to climax. They're more inclined to do more things for you in and out of the bedroom, or at least from personal experience. Everyone in a relationship, regardless of gender or orientation, can benefit from having this talk. Well, everyone except asexuals. But I think the same conversation could take place to talk about non-sexual things that you like. But at its core, this was meant for the ladies. Now guys, or males, I mean, hetero males. Why bother? I mean, you're getting yours, right? She hasn't complained to you. You could probably find someone else. But do you realize that women like sex as much as guys do? Just pick up a copy of Cosmo or whatever women's magazine you see at a checkout counter. Roughly half the magazine is dedicated to sex. On top of that, females want to do dirty, kinky, nasty things and have those things done to them. And a few of them like to be used. What do I mean? Bruh, you could have your own personal porn star. All it takes is conversation. I would guess most of you haven't. But there's probably a handful of you that have. And you still don't get what you want. There's a lot of variables to consider. Have you had a talk about compromise? I'll try one thing from your list, you try something from mine. Did you have this conversation as a discussion during dinner? Or did you throw it in during an argument? Will you never do this for me? Were you ever having the sex that you liked? Did you vet her? Meaning, did y'all date for several months before locking her down? In the case of a dead bedroom, after having a lively sex life early on, you might want to seek counseling to help if you want to maintain the relationship. Otherwise, end it quickly as an immediate fuckingly, and be out of each other's life in less than a week. If you have any questions or you don't know how to relate to your partner, feel free to reach out to me. You can find me on almost any platform or any social media at Cochino Chingon. That's C-O-C-H-I-N-O-C-H-I-N-G-O-N. If you like the episode, I appreciate it if you give it a like. If you know someone that should hear this message, please help me and help your friend by sharing this episode with them. If you're so inclined, give me a review. Thanks for sticking around. I love you. You're worthy of it. Until next time, vessels.